This program is brought to you by After Two Beers Media. Be sure to listen to After Two Beers on iTunes Podcasts, Pocket Casts, and SoundCloud. Also be sure to visit aftertwobeers.com. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, BT's no. in the house. Uh, wait, here we go. Uh, so hello, After Two Bears fans. Dutch Dalton joined, as always, by the cast of characters that if there was ever such a thing as a VH1 behind the music thing for podcast, <laughs> we just experienced it ourselves. Uh, we have Kimmy Gubbler on site. That's me. And Scar Petty. What's going on? And coming from the After Two Beers, what do we call this? Like, uh, like the lightning lunch kind of phone line deal? <laughs> Only it's early or it's a late what did she win <laughs> so uh and that is sunday the one and only the one and only so jeremy um you know we we last week we kind of moved back into what after two beers really started as which was we're just a fun show we come up with random ass topics we sit and we have fun we have a couple of drinks and and that's where we are and and i think we both um or not both we all agreed last week that it was it was just more fun absolutely and uh the last thing we need to do is create any more drama with this group. So. <laughs> I like fun. Yeah. So one of the things that came up, um, Jeremy, as, as we've talked about multiple times on this show, uh, one of the other things that you do aside from the podcast um, is you shoot fireworks. Absolutely. And last night you did something that has become more and more prevalent and more and more popular throughout the U.S. at least, and that is you shot fireworks for a gender reveal party. It was awesome. It wasn't awesome. It was awesome. So according to the USA Today, the rise of gender reveal parties seems to be tied to social media. No. Yeah. So there might be some (laughs) cases where this is all about, you know, parents just wanting to have one big shindig or or that sort of thing. But if you search on YouTube, there are over 500,000 videos of expectant couples slicing cakes setting off smoke bombs, bashing pinatas, maybe shooting fireworks. And the question I have for all of us as our starting topic tonight is, are these gender reveal parties getting out of hand? Yes. Kimmy says yes, but I say no. And here, well, I think you're no. making money no, off of it. But here's what I'm going to say. It's a new trend. And you know how trends go. Yes. And I, bu- I firmly believe, I mean, I've booked... A couple of these gender reveal parties i didn't have any idea what we were going to do but i researched it and i found fireworks for blue and fireworks for pink but what i'm finding out is it's not just fireworks they want to do smoke they want to do poppers they want to do streamers and they want to do different things so i feel like it like dalton it's a trending thing you know like hey it's what's cool right oh it's, it's definitely trending that's for sure yeah. but i'm questioning and sunday you said that you were cool with it too yeah, I'm cool with it. I mean, the reason why I think it's it's okay is because so often we are so busy. And anytime you have a chance to come together with your friends and family and celebrate something positive in your life, then why the hell not? Yeah, I agree with Sunday. Okay, but what if you are one of the friends and family that had to find out on Facebook? Do you know what I mean? So well, you're you saying, might not be too good of a friend. <laughs> <laughs> well, apparently, I'm the busy one. Well, at least you don't have to. Well, worry Kimmy's about the one that doesn't show. So. <laughs> I mean, I do, but like, the, yeah, I don't know. I guess you, I'm just kind of old-fashioned. Where I would have rather had a phone call, like the immediate family and friends, before you go and make it a production on Facebook. Right, right. But now, I, I think know. now that the the people that have the baby aren't the ones that know yet. And they're giving it to their best friends. They're giving the envelope away. And they're wanting it to be a, a surprise. So, like, last night, they wanted... We did a gender reveal last night. And they wanted it to be a surprise to both of them. So, they were totally clueless when that when that went off. And it was kind of good for them. You get to share. You get to share in the parents' surprise. It's almost like you're there with them at the ultrasound the minute they find out what they're having. And I think that that's really cool. I don't think that there's any problem with it. Well, it, it, Jeremy brought up the fact that this is a trend. And here at After Two Beers, we like to be trendsetters ourselves. We like to be progressive. <laughs> and so, as Yeah, I, as much as 40-year-olds can be that's trendsetters. Right. Hey, close. Not there <laughs> yeah. yet. So I was thinking about it, and we've seen the trends change just in our lifetimes. So mm-hmm. back in the day, it was people that threw really stupid parties for a first birthday. 
And then uh-huh. it was a big thing on the front yard that said, it's a boy, it's a girl. And people were handing out cigars. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, which I think are some of the creepiest things I've ever seen, are these 3D, 4D images that oh, people God. do in ultrasounds now where the baby's face is all smashed because it's pressed up against your bladder. Oh, but it looks like mommy. <laughs> and now you have these gender reveals. Now, for us being progressive people that that create trends, here's what I think the next trend needs to be. And, Jeremy, this is where you can still make money on this, okay? I'm in. I want an easy button next to the bed. And the moment you're done having sex, you smash the button and a firework shoots off. Okay? <laughs> Which kind? It doesn't matter. And then an eagle shows up with a right. cheeseburger. Just any kind of firework. And I think it would be very romantic to be driving home one night and all of a sudden you see a firework go off. And you're like, good for him. <laughs> I, I thought you were talking about the fireworks in your bed. Well, that's I'm what, sorry. at least in the ones outside. And I, Do you think I'm, the fire marshals will be okay with this practice, though? Oh, they would love well, it. in the state of Indiana, you're allowed. So well, you you're good. Well, I mean, your neighbors would know how active you are. <laughs> well, I actually thought about that. I can see your neighbor My coming. Neighbor coming so by, giving you a high five. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You're like people would be like, "Sunday's house never lights up." <laughs> That's right. <laughs> uh, hey, honey, you think we should uh, shoot that tube off tonight just to see if it still works? But then I, it would be a competition, and fireworks would be going off all the time, rapid fire all that over would your neighborhood. Be awesome. You know what? That'd be the happiest neighborhood ever. That would. So, so if you have self-sex <laughs> can you still hit the easy button no it should be like, it should be like a horn or it's a different type of firework it's, it's just a little sparkler it's like a... <laughs> yeah it's just the bacon sizzler yeah. the pro- it's a snake on the sidewalk right. when you when you when you hit the button it just says i'm sad <laughs> instant regret <laughs> you couldn't no. do it in college because that thing be going well, off all the what time. What I find right. inter- what I find interesting is, I was looking for these fi- gender reveal fireworks, and my distributor is not carrying them yet. But I go out to Shelton's, and so they're wrapped in pink and they're wrapped in blue. And I'm like, well, that's no fun because if someone walks up and sees a pink firework sitting there, they're gonna know it's a girl. So then right. you go to Phantom Fireworks in Indy. And they're pink or blue. They make you guess, and you have to realize that there's a code on the box to know which one it is, so no one knows what it is. So when you say trending, I mean, this is this, fireworks is starting to become a, a very popular for gender reveal, and I, I thought that was interesting that, you know, now I'm starting to get into it, and, and I, I didn't realize that was a thing, and it's, it's so coming. So what if the company messes up and gives you the wrong one? Be like, I'm sorry, guys, really. It really was not supposed to be blue. What it, it was what, totally just supposed to be kidding. Blue. It was a joke. What if it went up and it was the wrong color of, of the nationality? Oh, and you were oh, like, oh, you find out she's cheating on you. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't think that works that way. No. no, no. no. It's a, uh, I cheated on you reveal party. Those are coming next. That's coming next. All right. So we're going to move on to our, that was just for fun. Uh, it's a good start for us. But uh, uh, Sunday, you sent me a story earlier in the week that I wanted to bring up here on the show uh, this evening, which is uh, there's a Chinese married couple who were desperately trying to conceive. Uh, and they learned after four years they were having sex the wrong way. At least the oh wife thought they were. I saw this. <laughs> I saw this. Why didn't I see this? And oh, I researched oh, here it. it comes, buddy. Here it is. The young pair who identifies, or whose identities have been kept anonymous, they went to an obstetrician after the woman failed to get pregnant despite having sex on a regular basis for four years. Oh, I did see this. During the appointment, the woman admitted that <laughs> sex was usually painful, Anything anal I watch. Which prompted the, uh, the gynecologist to perform a gynecological examination. And the young couple, who were 26 and 24, who were very healthy, and despite being married for four years, couldn't conceive. And, and her they, hymen had grew back. Yeah. And they, uh, and what they figured out, what they discovered, is that they had mistakenly been having anal intercourse rather than vaginal to How conceive. How do you mistake that? Well, um, I think that's it was, vaginal. And oh, also, did I say vaginal? Knew. Yeah. <laughs> that's a dude right there. <laughs> he knew the whole time. Yeah, yes, he, he knew. He knew. He's like, are you sure yeah. we need to go to that doctor? Yeah, he knew. I mean, come right. on. Really? But uh, I wanted to be there when 
when the doctor is asking them these questions to find out that they have been in fact having like what do you think how many questions do you think he had to ask them before he realized probably none because as soon as he went to go do that exam and he brought the big metal duck out you know what i'm talking about (laughs) sunday the big metal duck yeah and went to go give that exam she's like well i haven't had it in there (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that feels much better. There's so what many other signs that he would know <laughs> that it's not. I mean, come yeah. on. My my favorite if, part of this story, aside from the fact that, you know, they clearly, I mean, normally it's like wrong hole. They're like, oh, no, it's not. That's what the guy would all, you know. Mm-hmm. But uh, to show their appreciation, the couple <laughs> sent the doctor a live hen and 100 eggs as a gift. And they did not say whether or not the guy was the guy that produced the hundred eggs or not. Since you were know, these people all there? I mean, were they? Did it? The say Chinese. That? Well, and what the story goes on to say? <laughs> no, no. Let are me finish. Saying, are no. you saying that Chinese people are all there? What no, 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 no. What I was saying was they were talking about how the government doesn't really allow for sexual education. Mm. Oh. And so the struggle is, is you know, as much as it's weird now sometimes it here in the states, they, you just kind of gotta suss your so, way yes. out. They had a fist. So so really what it comes down to is is these two had a 50-50 shot, and they just got the wrong one. So what you're saying is my my sixth grader knows more about sex now because in the U.S. they're teaching them everything in the sixth grade than what the Chinese people. Yeah, absolutely. That's crazy. And I'm okay with that, honestly. Because we need to know. Our kids need to be educated. No, I'm okay with well, But Otherwise. I would also like to point out that this man, unlike the guy from last week who dodged a bullet marrying that insane bride, this man is the luckiest man yeah, in four the years. World. <laughs> yeah, because it's going to be like a brand new hole all over again. It's pretty clear <laughs> that she is naive as fuck, and she is going to go along with whatever he said. Like, did her mother not even have that combo? Like, I don't think they talk to each other. I don't think. I mean, I don't know the culture, but I would think that they don't openly. Okay, but Sunday, as females, you know, obviously it was, you know, probably not as weird of a conversation to have at home. But didn't your mother also go over some things with you when you were middle school, high school? Well. I already knew all about everything by middle school. So she had a lot of fireworks around her house. Yeah. Um, they retired her easy button. Yeah. So I no, but I mean again, we have a really good sexual education program in the United States. And Well, it's you important. know what though? It's called Skinamax. So one of my yes. one of my really good friends, her younger sister was just gone through high school in the last five years okay and it was one of our um rural country schools and actually they taught that one form of birth control was anal and i said (gasps) oh my god (laughs) they're telling them to go you know what i mean all right (laughs) seriously her sister her sister goes so uh this is what we learned. What do you think about that? This we is, were like, oh, no. This is the same school district that doesn't have driver's ed and sex ed on the same day because it's too hard on the donkey. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> it's a true story. Do you, uh, you know this guy for the next four years is going to be trying to convince his wife that maybe you should take it like a pill and swallow it. <laughs> oh. Maybe he was trying to just save, you know, like Sunday said, he was having a good time for four years. Oh, Maybe he's yeah. playing dumb. Yeah. Well, then and he, he doesn't even have to get her drunk to do anal, yeah. so that's a point. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but then again, you also think about, um, you guys have seen The Hangover, right? And the guy that comes jumping out of the, uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. the trunk. Yeah. Well, she I mean, said if that her, is stereotypical, she said it, it's probably it was not as painful. bad as one might think. Unusually painful. Or usually painful. Usually painful. So what you're saying is that she probably <laughs> takes bigger shits than what her husband was offering her? There we go. There we go. Yeah. There it is. I bet they were slimy. Oh. <laughs> oh. Too 
Oh. Too much. All right. Much one more. One That's mo- your new name. Yeah. Too much Too Dutch. Much Dutch. Too much. All right. So there's one other story I want to hit on before we go to our main topic, which was, uh, and I actually already feel bad for this guy because his name's Johnny Bobbitt. But uh, Johnny Bobbitt. Raina Bobbitt's sister, brother? Oh, it was John Bobbitt Ex-husband. was the guy. Yeah. Uh, okay. But no, but this guy's name is Johnny Bobbitt Jr. He was a homeless guy that uh, ran into two couples at a gas or a couple at a gas station. It was a, uh, um, a guy and, and young lady, uh, McClure and D'Amico. Um, so basically, they're at this gas station. Kate and, and Mark, they, they need to get gas. They're out of gas. This homeless guy, Johnny Bobbitt, gives him their last $20. So they can get gas in Philadelphia. They get gas, and they're so moved by their story, by this this instance, that the McClure and, and uh, the what? So the couple are so moved by the fact that this homeless guy gave them twenty dollars for gas. They started a GoFundMe page for the guy to raise wow. money for him, and it raised four hundred thousand dollars from wow. fourteen thousand donors, and then they kept most of it for themselves. Oh. What? You didn't hear about this? Bastards. No. Yes. So in an interview with the ABC affiliate in Philadelphia, WPVI, Bobbitt, who was the homeless guy, said the couple used the money on trips, gambling, and shopping sprees. He also said he has no money and remains homeless. And his lawyer um, that filed a lawsuit said Kate McClure and her boyfriend, Mark D'Amico, had spent as um, spent much of the oh, four hundred thousand dollars they at the Amico like that was oh. the Amico gas no, station. No, no, I got that too. I was like, yeah. what the <laughs> And uh, so last week, the couple was on the Megyn Kelly Today Show, and they said they didn't want to give Bobbitt the full four hundred thousand dollars raise because of concerns he might use drugs. They go, we saw a pattern developing that he was going to do something foolish and end up right back where he was. So they did the responsible thing and kept the money for him. Instead of giving it back to the donor. Yes. It's like that meme that I saw. So what, did they put him on like a payment plan? No, well, so he was saying he got very little of the money. Now, according to the CBS Philly um, affiliate, the couple claims they they had given him $200,000. But Bobbitt's attorneys allege he had only received seventy-five thousand. So they raised four hundred thousand dollars. The couple says we gave two hundred of the four hundred. The attorneys say that they only got seventy-five. But he said he was still homeless. Now, what the hell did he spend seventy-five grand on? Wow! And didn't think to buy a like even a mobile home. <laughs> right. right. Or you could have yeah. gotten right a little an tiny RV. <laughs> yeah, trailer. The RV. Yeah. Right. Or a trailer or a pop-up tent or, or a pop-up camper, you know. <laughs> but the, the reason the story came up was a judge ruled last week that the couple had to give him every dollar back. Oh, wow. Good. Yes. So these two are, the, are douchebags. So those jack wagons are now. <laughs> but I would say. Oh, filing bankruptcy. Yeah, filing bankruptcy because they went out partying. I would say the judge should have put a stipulation on that. He should have put, he said, yes, they need to give the money back to him because it was donated for him. But if there was an issue of him utilizing the money for a drug habit or whatever, like you said, where the hell did $75,000 go? Then he could have set it up in a trust. And once he met the guidelines of that trust, he could have had the money or it could have been parsed out over time. That's yeah, just my that makes sense. sense. Either way, the, the, the couple fucked him. So. Yeah. Yeah, you know, they, and they're the worst people too. Like, those are people that are that want everyone to think that they're doing all of these good things and want that appearance, and they're just horrible garbage people. Oh yeah, yeah. All right, after two beers, fans, Dutch Dalton and Kimmy Gibbler here, and we are going to pay some of our bills. A Morgan Construction. A Morgan is located in Centerville, Indiana. With over 20 years of construction and management experience in both residential and commercial markets, you should reach out to A. Morgan Construction. They can handle all of your needs for interior renovations, flooring, wall, tile, exterior renovations, custom showers, room additions, whatever else you want to so make. pretty much everything. Yeah, if you want to make your That's dream awesome. home your dream home, simply visit amorganconstructionllc.com and you will be very impressed with their before and after pictures. Reach out to A. Morgan Construction at 765-939-2394. Again, that is 765-939-2394. And again, they're located in Centerville, Indiana. The next sponsor we want to talk about is our good buddies over at Ronald Horn Industries. They do phenomenal artwork. Absolutely. Sometimes I think about this show 
And by far, I think the best thing that we ever did was hire these guys because I think our logo is pretty kick-ass. I think our logo is just phenomenal, and he did a great job for yeah. us. So he, he could also do a great job for others if they're looking. Yeah, maybe we should just let him take over the show. I don't know about that. <laughs> well, Ronald Horn Industries, they can help you with your logo design, uh, illustration, gig posters, and just regular posters and, and prints as well. Again, if, if you follow After Two Beers on aftertwobeers.com, or if you also look at our uh, Facebook page, you'll see some of the amazing work that Ronald Horn Industries has done, including our logo uh, and also our A to B history logo. Uh, our awesome T-shirts yes. and koozies, everything. So you can visit RonaldHorn.com at www.RonaldHorn.com. That's R-O-N-L-E-W-H-O-R-N.com. Again, R-O-N-L-E-W-H-O-R-N.com. Uh, you can also visit their store on their webpage and purchase some amazing prints. Uh, you can reach out to Ronald Horn Industries at ronaldhorn.com and hit the contact button to begin the design. And they are also, we are proudly promoting our pumpkin bash that is coming up very soon. And Ronald Horn actually did that logo for us as well. We're very excited about it. And the logo, of course, is phenomenal, just like all of his other work. So make sure you reach out to A. Morgan Construction and Ronald Horn. Make sure you let them know that you heard their advertisement on the After Two Beers podcast. So that takes us to our main topic uh, this week. And I brought this one up. We, we do fun little polls on After Two Beers' Facebook page. Um, and this is a good chance for us to talk about some of the upcoming things that we have. Uh, you can still visit us at www.aftertwobeers.com. Um, Sunday has some blogs that she puts up on a uh, regular basis. Oh, oh! Can I talk about um, my my meeting Mark Marin this I week? I thought that was very cool. Absolutely. Oh my gosh! Let me just tell you, Mark Marin was one of the, I mean, the best set of comedy I've ever seen in my life. I was rolling. I was right in front of the stage, like I could put my feet on the stage, and he was looking at me and like I felt like we were having a conversation although I'm not one of those people that talks back to comedians but he was so intense and so funny and so nice afterwards but the one thing that's really funny that I want to talk about is that I actually we actually went it was our anniversary our wedding anniversary that's what we chose to do but we actually went to this restaurant prior to the show uh the the server Said he was just sitting in the seat that I was in uh, about 20 minutes before we got there and that they had comped his dinner and left her a $20 tip and I was like well that's really kind of cheap I'm, I mean it's Mark fucking Marin like he, could, he couldn't have left you a little bit more so when we paid our tab and we left her a $25 tip and on the receipt put also, fuck Mark Marin. <laughs> <laughs> Just as a joke. And I actually told Mark Marin this, and he thought it was so funny. Um, so, yeah, it was a really good time, and he's amazing. And if you've never seen his stand-up, you have to, yeah, because he, he's a genius. He, he had a, a, a special on Netflix for a long time. I'm not sure if it's still on there of his stand-up. But he's also oh, yeah. the guy that, um, if you watch the glow seasons that are on Netflix... Um, he's the main director um, on that series, but he's he's hilarious in the series. I think he's really really good. He plays that part perfectly. He's also in Easy, which is um, also on Netflix, and it's kind of like one of those shows that is a about a different subject about various people in Chicago each time. And he just wrapped up filming for that. But also, he has a podcast called What the Fuck. And it's so well done, and he's one of the best interviewers I've ever listened to. So check that out. Yeah, so go to uh, aftertwobeers.com. You can find our T-shirts on there. You can find information about our upcoming Great Pumpkin Bash, which takes place on October 6th at the Richmond Elks. We've got uh, some phenomenal bands that are coming in. Uh, Jeremy's going to launch fireworks for that. We're raising funds for the Reed Bravo organization here in Richmond, Indiana, which provides free mammograms uh, for women that do not have the funds to get those uh, because early detection is one of the biggest factors in, in fighting those types of diseases. So uh, we are very happy to be contributing to that cause. Uh, we also, we've got a lot of sponsors that have done a lot for us and we'll start talking about those in the, uh, in the next few weeks. And so now our big story, or not story, I guess, our big subject. And I talked about how we do polls and one of the polls I put up this week was on astrology. 
and I asked if you believed in astrology or not. And, so great. Yeah, and uh, 75% of the respondees to our poll said they did not believe in it. Um, but that's what we're going to talk about. So real quick, just going around. I, I'm not a believer myself. Um, I, I jokingly tell my girlfriend, who is a believer, that I'm not convinced that when my mom and dad had got liquored up one time and he forgot to throw the old Jimmy cap on, that it somehow affects my personality. <laughs> but um, the moons were like aligning. Yeah, and... you think that's what it was? You know what? Like I, I don't know whether I do or I don't, but I do know that um, a lot of the uh, traits for my sign are pretty daggone dead on. Well, and that's for mine. That and Jeremy, are you a? Um, I think I am. And the only reason I say it is because my mom worked at the paper, and I would check the <laughs> the horoscope every day just to see, just to see if it was spot on with me. And most of the time, it played out. So I mean, I I don't know. I, I mean, I love the signs. I yeah. mean, and I, you know what? It don't matter what you believe as long as you have something to believe in. So I mean, Sunday, how about yourself? Uh, no, I think it's a bunch of shit. Really? <laughs> I, yeah. There you go. I honestly thought you'd be the one that bought into it. So No, I he, mean, I am you a Gemini. A, here you and, and I are. I think we landed on the moon. You and I are the liberals of the group. and <laughs> we're the ones that, not align. That subject's yeah. coming soon. I, yeah. I am a Gemini, and I, and I am, like Kim said, there's a lot of things that are very similar. Um, except for it tells my sign says that I am not loyal and that's 100% bullshit. I'm one of the most loyal people you'll ever meet. And saying that I sound like I'm really full of myself, but honestly, like they, they say Gemini's traditionally are not loyal and I don't believe that at all. <laughs> Sounds like you're but mad also, about it. Here's, here's also the funny thing. So my husband's ex-wife was born on the same day as I am different year. And we couldn't be, more polar opposites. Yeah. Well. So, I mean, how does that work then? So well, she, there's also the was, Chinese astro, yeah, the, the, astrological year, the, the year she like was born so you're in the year a of rat the or the yeah, a rat <laughs> or a horse or whatever that is, because that can also have some factors apparently. So, okay, so then why can you have the? So then, how can the horoscopes in the paper be applicable to everyone? Right? No, because they're not. They're just it's generalizations. It's I a mean, bunch of bullshit. Yeah, they just put it in there because everybody looks at it. So yeah. if it sells a paper, uh, there you well, go. In a uh, a 2013 poll from Harris Interactive, uh, they spoke with 2,250 Americans. 29 percent of the people believe in astrology. So almost uh, almost a third of the U.S. believes in astrology. There was a gender divide. Uh, in a 2005 Gallup poll, 28% of women believe in astrology um, as compared to 23% of men. So what you see from that is from 2005 to 2013, the, uh, the belief in astrology is actually rising. And so much so that uh, according to the Independent in, uh, in the UK, a, and this was just a recent study, according to the study, 58% of 18 to 24-year-old Americans believe in astrology as a scientific way of understanding who you are and who you, hmm. what, how you're going to act. And your dating preferences. Yes. That's how they, they try to understand themselves? I mean, I'm not 58 sure. 58%. Is there one in there that says how you like anal? <laughs> it is Chinese, Chinese horse, horse, horse. You're the dog. Ancient Chinese secret, eh? <laughs> You're the dog. You're now, the dog. Now, here's interesting stats along with this. So, Sunday, you mentioned that you do not believe. And, no. And you're a Gemini, is that right? Yes. Uh, 96% of adults know their uh, zodiac sign. Oh, well, yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. I mean, well, that, I, my, it was something fun. Follow, but here's the other thing: they change. Sometimes they change. Yeah. So, like yeah. So, how are you going to buy into that bullshit well, when they're changing change. it up on or you? Or your 
Your sign doesn't change. Well, no. Though. A couple years ago, they yes, actually tried to say that our our no. signs might have changed. But I'm no like way. right smack in the middle. No, so you got to look at the dates. I'm still a Virgo. <laughs> it tells you no, yes, huh? Yeah, yes, huh? Yes, they huh? do. They did. <laughs> you might be looking the Chinese horoscope, but as far as I'm concerned, mine ain't never changed. I just like how you the cancer looks like a 69. Listen. I'm a Taurus. All right. You're I know ass. what sign I am. Speaking of Taurus, remember you're that story? Golden, ass. you're a Taurus too. <laughs> yeah. Are you a Cancer? No, I'm a Taurus. <laughs> oh, you're a Cancer. Oh, someday. that explains so much. My first husband was a Taurus. No, oh, really? I, that just makes so much sense now. I'm all virginal <laughs> and stuff. I'm a Virgo. When, when Jeremy's talking about Taurus, I keep thinking of that Chinese story. Oh. <laughs> From earlier. Yeah. Well. So uh, some of the other interesting um, statistics that we found about uh, astrology is... Gibble, are you looking up something on astrology there? Oh, I'm just looking at different things because I'm, like, looking at different characteristics. Uh, okay, so give us some. So you want to hear about me? Yeah. Well. Okay, so learning the Virgo star sign personality and Virgo traits can help you coexist in harmony... With the zodiac sign, which can be health conscious and practical, but also uptight and overly critical. And loves zipper boys. Oh, we don't need to talk about that. that I don't know if I agree with that. Virgo is the strong need for perfectionism. Um, it mainly, but like if you if you really do look into it more, a lot of times it's more self-critical. I'm probably yes. more critical upon myself than anybody else would ever. Yes. I have never seen you be criti- like critical of other people. That's why I said I don't agree with that. You haven't yeah. drank with her enough. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Get her drunk and talk yep. about exes. Mm-hmm. You shut your face. Or her friends. Yep. Oh. And then she'll tell you to shut up and get in the back and get my cigarettes. When Kimmy and I get drunk, we just karaoke. So That's I- right. <laughs> uh, so that was uh, astrology. It- As you're listening to our podcast, if you've got opinions on this, um, by all means, let us know. Uh, we have a, um, an ex- a, a liberal arts college here in Richmond uh, called Erland that uh, it's actually very well renowned for uh, what they teach there. And um, Amanda, my girlfriend that works on the show with us, mentioned that she spoke with uh, some individuals as we were preparing for the pumpkin bash. And she said uh, some of the students from Erland had mentioned that they had listened to the show, liked the direction that we moved in last week. Um, and so based on their age, you know, most of them are going to fall in that millennial category. So 60%. I'd love to get people's feedback on astrology because to me it seems like a bunch of hooey hooey. But, uh, I like it. Yeah? Yeah. Well, you know what? Let me stay on the astrology. I'm not going to make, like, life choices based on it. No, but, but it's fun. I mean, we, you can't really take into it. But, I mean, it's fun. I mean, So one of the other things that I'm going to bring up that I think they don't necessarily directly correlate, but uh, it's something of interest to me, is... Um, is your belief in ghosts or spirits okay so gibbler you kind of believe in astrology you said do you believe in ghosts here we yes. go this you do. got real yes. scarpetti absolutely so you believe in astrology and ghosts and spirits and ufos let's go okay sunday one thousand percent you be- oh, see so you we believe have all in had ghosts. stories yep absolutely right. oh, i've so, seen ghosts yeah. you've seen ghosts yep yeah. Sunday, I'm right there with you. All right. So I, I am a 1,000% believer that it's a bunch of bullshit. Oh, I got places That's to fine. take you. Oh, yeah? Yep. Yep. The scariest place in Wayne County to me, and I've told you this before, <laughs> is the courthouse where they give out the marriage license. <laughs> <laughs> Ghost. <laughs> it's ghosts of pensions past. That's ghost. Well, it's funny that you say that because I remember getting text messages and be like, oh, look, it's a ghost from penis past. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's pensions past. That's pretty past. good. But, uh, all right, Sunday. Well, I'm interested. I want to, you know what? This is like that guy that sits at the table that says, I don't believe in ghosts. Convince me. You know? Yes. Yes. Yeah, so I want to You hear, want me to convince you? I want to hear all three of your stories. <laughs> so I actually was part of a ghost hunting group in um, Ohio, in um, Western Ohio. What did you guys call moved... yourselves? Um, did you have a name? I think it was Central Ohio Ghost Hunters. I would, it's been so long, but... Um, that was an original name, though. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> hey, Took you just guys like hours. this podcast, I wasn't in charge of that either. But, um, <laughs> so... 
we did a couple things. One of the things that we did was we did Waverly Hills, which is in Louisville, which is a really cool experience. Um, There's a waiting I list for that. What? Yeah. So it's an old tuberculosis hospital in Louisville, and you do these tours where you're there all night. The bad thing is, unless you pay extra for the private tours, you have other people doing it too. Um, and also, I don't know how much you I, you guys know about tuberculosis, but they used to put TB patients on sleeping porches. And <clears throat> so a lot of the windows and stuff around the perimeter of the upper floors is all knocked out. So you kind of feel like you're outside, so it's not super spooky. Um, but What's a sleeping actually, porch? It's a porch where you sleep. <laughs> so, I mean, <laughs> how much more description? I mean, no, it's I, just I, as original as the name of the ghost hunters. Right. So, right. So, right. What, it's funny because where I come from, we call those balconies. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's basically what it was. At one time, it was screened in. But, they would, but there's something about the cold air that helps um, patients with tuberculosis be able to breathe easier. So they would put them out there, especially in the wintertime, to sleep. But... <laughs> Doc Holiday would have a hard trouble with that, wouldn't he? <laughs> so, um, so did you pay so, for the private tour, or did you do the? Uh... No, we actually we did not. So you're um, cheap ghost hunters. Yes, <laughs> we um, ghost so hunters we on a budget. Equipment. We had our equipment and everything, and we were actually in this one. Whoa, whoa, whoa. back that train up! <laughs> What's your equipment? <laughs> yeah, let's like, get to that. Like... She had a flashlight. And no, those um, that was. The <laughs> RF meters? Yes, we had RF Where, meters. Everyone the, had one of those. The heat transfer from hot to cold. I watch Ghost Hunters. Let's go. All right, keep it going. Yeah. <laughs> Did you have one of those uh, machines like on the Ghostbusters when no. when you would get close, like the thing would like fan <laughs> out? Not like, like, not like Slimer. No, no, don't. Oh. We're way past that. It's just a heat and cold Did you transfer. ever cross the streams? <laughs> <laughs> Only when he peed. <laughs> well, All right, so I you know. had your equipment. I apologize. I'm having yeah. fun. So, again, I wasn't super, like, crazy scary. I was, I, there is one part, um, it's called the body shoot, where they would, when people would pass away, they would just kind of put them on a gurney and, like, roll them down this chute. Um, oh, and I was in there, and it was really dark, and I started kind of freaking out. I felt like, no, I need to leave now. Mm. Uh, it was just kind of like, I don't know if it's just because I was in a really dark hole, which logically, <laughs> you know, anybody would want to be out of. But um, but we did catch something. Most guys do not. Right. <laughs> we did catch something on a EVP, which Ooh. is electronic voice phenomenon. Oh. It, some um, holes, if you're in them, they can give you an STD. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Those are other bad dark holes. Wow. Oh God! We should just have a podcast called Dark Holes. Name this dark hole. You would name this one, <laughs> unless you get it bleached. Then it's not I think so those, <laughs> that Chinese couple started it's just that an podcast. Asshole that needs to lighten up. Right. It's a not so dark hole. <laughs> right. Um, we were in this lady's room who was like a well-known patient. Um, apparently, I think I want to say her name was Rose. And, and again, it's been so many years, but we're standing in this room and we're asking questions and we have our tape recorder going on and didn't hear anything back because you don't. And then we get home, um, we're going through all of this, this EVP tape and we hear a woman say her name and I'm like, holy shit, like I was there, that did not happen. But it wasn't Rose, so it wasn't the room that we were in. So we actually contacted Waverly Hills, and we said, hey, we have a, a recording of a woman telling us what her name is, and we were in Rose's room, and they're like, oh, yeah, that was her sister. She does it all the time. She used to live one floor up from her hmm. sister, and she would come to her room all the time to visit. You and know. I was like, Oh, isn't that just like a sister to steal somebody else's attention? Right. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, so, yeah. Uh, so that was your like the moment you felt. Now you said you saw a ghost. Oh yes. So when we were when I was growing up in in the eighties, <laughs> um, my mother had purchased a house in Bethel, Indiana that had no indoor plumbing, and. I don't know if y'all have ever been to Bethel, but it's a creepy little tiny town. <laughs> I've and been to Bethel many times. Yeah. 
Well, you don't really go to Bethel. You just drive through it. It's like <laughs> yeah, you you, just you land try to there. avoid. Yeah, um, my mom was just kind of drawn to this house. I was, I think, in fourth grade at the time, and I was seeing a little girl ghost and she was telling me to do all of these things and i was like but i'm not going to do that because i know that's not right whatever um we had the year that we lived there we had like a gunfight in our backyard a man murdered his baby two doors down from us um all of this stuff was going on in this town oh, we also had like i think two suicides and this was in a year in and this, this town has, little... yeah the t- the population was like 50 yeah yeah if that um, but we would see all kinds of spirits in this house. Like this house was over a hundred years old. Um, when we moved out, uh, well, I saw all kinds of floating things. My sister was 17 at the time. She would not go. <laughs> that, she would you not heard go of Sage Sunday, Sage. That's when you guys got indoor plumbing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you no, know, my mom was fed up with putting so much money into this house. And she said, we were sitting in the living room. She's like, I ought to just burn this motherfucker down. And shitting you not, we saw a candle fly across the room and land in her lap like, go ahead, bitch. Sure and... that wasn't her boyfriend? <laughs> no, he wasn't there. <laughs> All right, just checking. Um, but here's the creepiest thing is we, when we left, my mom sold the house to another single mom um, and had a few girls. And soon after they moved in, this little girl who was five years old was saying, the exact same thing that I was saying. I see this little girl, blah, blah, blah. Um, Did your mom disclose? (laughs) Yes. That there was ghosts in the house. Yes. Um, And unfortunately, this little girl ended up getting hit and killed by a car in front of that house. Oh, gosh. Wow. Yeah. I mean, that's where you get into, you know, these, and I know you're going to ask all of us Dutch, but there's demons, there's demonic, there's, there's a whole spectrum of weird shit that goes on and it goes on in the u.s i mean it does we're not i'm just telling you man you gotta watch out for that stuff yeah bad forces bro i've seen angel heart i know yeah come on (laughs) all right let's hear yours okay so like there's a reason that i didn't buy my dad's house after he passed because that was where I had actually experienced weird things. Um, so, like, it was not unusual where, like, the dog would just stop halfway through the room. Every hair on its back would stand up on edge, and it looked like it was just watching something go across the room. So I'm like, and, like, you would get a cold chill. Like, I would get a cold chill, and it would just feel like you weren't by yourself in a room. But then there was one night that I woke up and I saw something going across the bed and it went into the, like, I couldn't move. I was, like, paralyzed. I couldn't move. I couldn't say anything. And I was like, well, maybe I was just dreaming. Maybe it was just a dream. So the next day I was telling my stepmom about it and she's like, oh, well, you saw, you saw the ghost. And I was like, huh? What? I did what? She's they like, oh, they yeah, say that the shit ghost. like, oh, you saw that we brought home leftovers last night. I mean, yeah. <laughs> like, I was down in the fridge. About, I was thinking about Tom Hanks screaming at that guy and Forrest Gump. That would have been good information to know yesterday. <laughs> no kidding. Yeah, I feel, I, I, I mean, I felt crazy and then I felt a little bit less crazy. But still, I would have liked to have known that before I, like, freaked out and got no sleep. Mm-hmm. But then, like, there was another time that I was at that house and, um... So, you know, I went I went to my dad's every weekend, and that was the thing. Well, they had been in Chicago all week. They picked me up on the way. We, and me and my stepmom, we did our normal thing where we would, you know, kind of clean the house and everything else. Well, I went to go dust the same shelf that I had just dusted the week before. And I'm like, Valerie, nobody's been here this week. And she's like, no. And I said... Well, I just dusted this last week, and the picture is now facing the wall. And she said, well, what picture is it? And I said, I think it's the one of your grandma and your grandpa. And she goes, well, I hope that doesn't mean anything. And I was like, what do you mean you hope you don't mean anything? Seriously, four hours later, she got a phone call that her grandma had passed. Oh, wow. Ah! That was the picture that was facing the wall instead of facing outward. Mm. It was just weird things. That just coincidental, you yeah. You cannot explain, and so... If you don't, if you can't explain, then it's got to be a ghost. It, <laughs> <I'm>, <laughs> That's the only logical thing. We, there's just 
there's just things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Carpetti, what's yours? I got two small ones, and we're going to touch on two. Well, we got to hurry. I'm going to hurry. All Are right. you ready for this? Yeah. <laughs> Sleeping at night. I woke up in the middle of the night. Now, this is no lie. And, my, and I'm going to verify Jimmy, it because I had finish, another person. That's called a wet dream. No, 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 Very no, 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 no. Let me tell you. I saw right. someone on I, top of me. There was, it looked like the boogeyman, you know, the black shadow, was getting ready to get me. And, and I screamed like a little girl, and it scared me so bad, I started kicking, and I hit the dresser. About broke my foot, bleeding, and almost needed stitches. And my girlfriend wakes up when I'm screaming and says, starts screaming too. She sees it. And I said, did you see what what was going on? I woke up, man, I'm awake. And I was scared. And she was scared. And she goes, what was that? And I go, I have no idea. And I said, now my foot I'm needs stitches. I'm calling you hold tomorrow. Yeah. Now my, yeah. When was now this? My, we out. This was like two years tomorrow. ago. Really? Real deal. And then the other one real quick. I seen a UFO. This oh, is not This is not funny. <laughs> Listen to me. And I, it's one of our buddies, Thad Renner. And we were in high oh, school. Oh, you threw out the whole thing. No, listen. <laughs> Just Sad. Like I know. TR. Listen, dude. I know you're out there. I know you listen. <laughs> and he will tell everybody with me. We were riding together, and we were going back to his house. And we and I can give you the road. I can give you the exact. Can you tell me how many beverages were in? Listen, it was two. O'clock. <laughs> I can tell you, it was two o'clock in the morning. So it, lots of beverages. No, we were in high school, Kim. We didn't do that stuff. Were you? No. Were you probed? <laughs> no, we were not drugged. <laughs> were we were not probed? anal probed. Did, it wasn't a Cartman. Get pregnant that way, apparently. No, it wasn't yeah. a Cartman episode. Did, did the but, alien sound like a redder? No, we did not <laughs> listen. It was. We were driving down the road, and me and him go, well, "What's that car doing?" And it was a headlight, and it was coming at us. It was one headlight. And it looked like it was going to turn left on this road. Because it was a motorcycle. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's what me and Thad said. Were you said. on mo- motorcycle road? No. And that's oh, creepy, we too. Talk about we that. can talk Next. about that. But So the, 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 the thing exploded on the road. Like, it hit the ditch. We were like, oh, my God, this motorcycle crashed. We stopped our car. We get out and look. There's nothing in the ditch. There's nothing. We look up. 100 feet in the air. A million different little lights were going on. Those are called stars. No. No. <laughs> I, I swear to you, it scared us so bad. We jumped back in the car, just scared to death, like little kids, and just drove as fast as we could, and that followed us. Let's hope the government does not follow I'm just saying, whether it was UFO, next week. Hey, whether it was UFO or something, to something be continued. So. Well, I can tell you this. The only time that I've ever thought that I've encountered ghosts at all is I can do laundry. And my kids will not be at the house for like three days. And somehow there is always a big-ass pile of dirty clothes. And I'm convinced ghosts just come in and look at shit and they throw it on the floor. Because there's no way to explain that much dirty laundry. Dalton, you got to tell me, in your whole life, you haven't had one experience. You, you know haven't what? been into a place where it's like all of a sudden you got cold chills for absolutely the, no reason the, and felt like you weren't the, by yourself. The only time in my life... Uh. <laughs> Only when I went to the in-laws. <laughs> I will say that there was only two in my life, and um, but I attributed them both to being my age. I was it was in elementary school, and it was uh, they were both in the same house in the same bedroom, and I remember this sounds so stupid is I had like two dressers that were back to back, and I'm laying there at night asleep, and I look over, and this is where it's gonna sound really stupid is Abe Lincoln is laying <laughs> on, on the dressers. That was, was some really good weed. And I'm telling you. Abe, and he, Abe Lincoln is laying on he's, these two he, He's laying on the dressers. He's laying on his back, and he's staring at the ceiling. And every he now said, and then. I cannot tell a lie. And then every, <laughs> this would be really That's cool if it was Abe. Abe right? It'd be oh, really cool shit. if it was Abe. That's why we can't do the history shit. Hey, no Abe Lincoln, the vampire hunter, maybe? You know, Abe I don't Lincoln know. was like, don't go to the theater. <laughs> <laughs> Hate the arts. But no, he would turn his head and look at me and get this creepy ass smile on his face. So when he turned his head, did it have a hole in it? Did he have his hat on? <laughs> he did. And, he the, did beard. His, yes. and the beard. But the only other one was. I, uh, when I was a kid, we had this little dog, and she had this toy, 
that was a, a Mickey Mouse that she loved to play with. And one night, that toy it was in the bedroom, like in the like floating in the air, glowing. And I it freaked the shit out of me, right? I hop up and I turn the light switch on, and that that toy was laying right where it fell. So you're still a non-believer, huh? Yeah, it's, it was. It's, what was it? It was probably a bunch of cough medicine my mom gave me to try to make me go to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> you always want to. I don't know, yourself. but anyway, so I. Uh, it, it's funny, you know. These are fascinating. The, the whole point again was we keep going back to this after two beers thing, was to give topics that people could talk about randomly in bars. And I, I, I love the history that we tried to do for a while, but I really do like this approach better. Um, Sunday, I, you and I are big history buffs. As we, we didn't record one, or we recorded one on the Alamo that we had to get rid of because Jeremy's only recognition of the Alamo was to continually bring up the French and Indian War. <laughs> <laughs> it was way cooler. That had- and I think, I think even when you, when you said, I, we might ditch the history, and I'm like, but we have historians, and we're not taking it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, I watch movies, Dances with Wolves, Chitonka. Let's you go. You know, we've been we've been texting back and forth for a few months, and I'm not gonna lie, that was the funniest text I'd ever seen from you. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, real quick, we're gonna wrap up. Uh, we hope you're enjoying, you know, this version. Um, it's like what Gibbler and I started months and months ago, but um, it's drastically cleaner <laughs> than that version, yeah. which I can live with. Um, Sunday, you know, you're being remote now, but I actually think this works. Um, awesome. Yeah, so I think, you know, your audio sounds really clear so far, and, and I'll go back and listen to it. But to all the listeners, uh, if there's a topic that you'd like us to discuss, you know, we'll continue to put out polls, and we'll see what resonates and what doesn't resonate, and maybe we can go that route with it. But we can talk about just random-ass things. You know, it doesn't really matter. So um, what do you guys think? I love it. Do you I'm, like this I'm version better? I'm digging it. I like it. I and like. You know, you know, Dutch. You and I could still do some history if we wanted to. I would like to. What? I'm not good at history. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, I didn't oh, study. Sweetheart, Julia we'll yeah. Craig even tells me I suck at history. We'll it's bring, like, really, we'll bring, Kim, you want to answer this question? We should do a, a podcast topic just on the French and Indian War. Yes. I love it. Yes. <laughs> so, Let's do it. So Jeremy can sound like Ken Burns for one episode. Yeah, I like it. <laughs> but uh, thank you all for listening. Make sure you uh, promote or and go and follow the sponsors that uh, are helping us do this. Um, also, make sure you come to the Pumpkin Bash on October 6th. It's going to be fun. Uh, we've got lots of sponsors lined up. We're doing a kid thing from 1 to 5. We're going to have pumpkins. They can paint those. Uh, we've got bounce houses. We're going to do frozen cider slushies and We'll probably do one for adults later with vodka in them. But, um, and fireworks! And, and, yes. and then at, uh, starting at 6 that night, from 6 to 10, we've got uh, three bands, um, two from Indianapolis, one from Pittsburgh, that we're really excited to, to have with this uh, headlining is the Hawkeyes. Uh, Jeremy Scrady is going to do like a half an hour fireworks show. Uh, then we've got an after party uh, that is scheduled to start around 10, 10, 15. But again, the whole goal of that is to raise proceeds to go to help fight breast cancer and uh, and raise breast cancer awareness. Save so, the boobies. Save the tatas. So uh, I appreciate you all. Thank you. Well, Thank I you. appreciate you. All right. That's very nice of you. And hey. I appreciate you. Aww. I appreciate you, Sunday. What a difference two hours makes. It's <laughs> <laughs> just been one. Yeah, it's been longer. Yeah, no, but this is good. So... Thank you all, and uh, we'll talk to you again next week. Peace out. After two beers. After two beers. (laughs) All right.